The Arcane Dice Podcast presents This Week on the Arcane Dice Podcast With Stormbearer about to break through the last bit of stone and Dusha watching from the other side The heroes soon find out what kind of havoc the Orb of Transmutation causes Remember? Next Thursday is a brand new episode of Dungeon Crawl Legacy of the Mad Mage. All this and more on this week's episode. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of the Arcane Dice Podcast. No. <laughs> no. You don't know? You've got a half beard. Not even I, like a true beard. Sorry. I was here for like a good while. I was like, I'm fucking early. I got this. And then I had Caesar salad last night and it is still fucking me up. I had Caesar salad last night too. How How is it fucking you up? I can't have dairy. <laughs> oh, the dressing. Yep. <laughs> okay. Yep. And I was talking to Jesse. I was like, are you okay? Like, you had some of the salad, too. He's like, I don't know. I also drank, like, a lot of tequila. So I figured I was just sick because of that. Oh. <laughs> nice. Nice. I am oh. always at Will Be DD. I went to Canadian Terry this morning. Yes. Picked up a uh, a new set of DeWalt's tools. Yes, that's exciting. Yeah. Um, it was regularly regularly like four fifty on for two ninety nine, and I got a ten percent military discount as well. So we got another thirty bucks knocked off that. That's not bad. That's not what bad. What did you buy? Uh, DeWalt tool set, another okay. uh, drill and impact gun again. You know, to replace the ones that will never make their way back to me. Well, hey, if you keep your eyes on the old uh, buy-in cells. Yeah, I don't know. There's a pawn shop that's just down the way as well. No, I don't think they're going to pawn shop so much because they have to give their name at those. They have to mm-hmm. give uh, like detail for if they're if they're selling tools and stuff like that. I think they actually have to provide contact information. Well, it depends on how good that pawn shop is, I guess maybe. But uh, lots of people I've seen they're they're they they have these profiles that have like no information. They've got like one friend, and they're having these massive garage sale, selling tools, blah blah blah. And you see yeah. like there's this guy's got like dozens of fucking different like hand drills and shit like that is like well that's a little suspect yeah unless you're like unless you've been running a company with you know uh, 60 contractors running all fucking full tilt the entire time it's kind of odd that you yeah exactly so yeah i don't know we go into the pawn shop every once in a while and jesse is like somebody definitely stole this off a construction site because it's like industrial like cement vibrators and stuff like that and he's like nobody just owns one of these (laughs) like no that's that's not something you just buy for a you know a one time project. Yep. What are you talking about? We just took um, 
Is it like our automatic saw? We just took the blade out of it and just use it to vibrate the concrete. <laughs> yep. I love it. Uh, you, you've got a drill. You take your drill <clears throat> and you cut a broomstick off. And then you put a fucking uh, spindle into that. That in. And... Counter argument. I don't do that. And I just take the blade out of my handsaw. She does. No. She's got gotcha. you. <laughs> No. And then I also, uh, my wife was kind enough to purchase me a chin-up and dip bar station. Nice. I was going to say, that's that. I hope it's one of those actual stands, because those ones that you put in door frames, I am both too tall for and too dense for. <laughs> yeah, I, I, wanted, I wanted something with a little bit more wide grip kind of reach. Yeah. Just put a so, playset in your backyard. Um, but originally I was gonna be all like, no, no, you know, we'll just we'll buy a couple of four by fours, you know, I'll make a couple of cuts, we'll make it up, we'll we'll just build it ourselves. My wife's like, hmm. The price of lumber. It's probably cheaper just like, to buy a brand be, new one. <laughs> it would be X amount if you wanted it this big, and then you want standoffs and so she did the quick math. She was like, that would cost you $300. I was like, shit, okay. She's like, let me see if I can buy one, like, already made of steel for less than that. And she's like, oh, yeah, here's one for, like, 120 bucks. There you go. Yep. Lumber is ridiculous right now. Oh, it's crazy. <laughs> there is a, an apartment under construction just, like, Right around the corner from me, and they just have a giant stack of two by fours just sitting there, and I'm like, "Yep." So that's your retirement fund, huh? Yeah, like. Do it, do it. And I'm like, it's not even in like your little fenced-off area either. I was like, could I just? Glenn, I think yeah. you're muted. I can't hear you there. You were t- trying to talk. I think we couldn't hear you. Me? Oh, no, Glenn. Yeah, there we go. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so hey, uh, how's your how's your new artwork coming? Good. Doesn't hurt. It's not red. The swelling's gone. Well done. Gonna do a couple more today after this. Yeah. Then you're you're okay being the volunteer pin cushion slash scratch pod. Yeah. Free. Ink. Now I choose I want. <laughs> I'm perfectly fine doing it. Oh shit. Is she um? Is she like? Like old school apprentice getting started or like did she do a course or something or uh, you guys just bought all the gear we just bought all the gear and she started practicing shit you can get there's there's fake skin that you can get that she's been practicing on so that's fake the, the, the hardest thing no it doesn't but it's it's the hardest thing is getting used to that <laughs> working on tissue right like that's a very very different medium than drawn on paper so yeah. I had a friend who um, used to just go buy a whole bunch of hams when they were learning. Yeah, yeah. that's things. But it's hams it's getting to figure out oranges. like you have to go to that right depth, right? You can't go too deep, you can't go too shallow. It's gotta be the right depth then, and you gotta go at a specific speed for you know, for lines and coloring and figuring all that out. So at least they have that stuff that exists now, right? Or or back in the day you had to hey, I'm going to buy another ham and then we'll cut the skin off and cook it. <laughs> I'm in, I'm in. Get ready to have a ton of oranges. Yeah. Yeah, getting scurvy. So many oranges. 
So uh, I'm guessing we're all here. We are all here now. The only one we can't see is you, so. Yeah, if I do that, then everything starts skipping. Yeah. Yeah. All righty. So last week, you guys had uh, some time to do some preparation work as Stormbearer dug his way through the collapsed tunnel towards where the advisor's area was. Uh, Dusha, you are inside that room past the rubble, uh, hidden underground as an earth elemental. Uh, oh, I guess we should uh, welcome Mortor back. Uh, he's been away for a while, if you haven't noticed. Been uh, uh, I guess. <laughs> hi, uh, hi there, everybody. Sorry about that. Um, it's taking a little bit of personal time. Uh, don't want to get into it, but I mean... If you follow me on OnlyFans, you probably already know about what's going on. So thank you for your patronage. <laughs> Only true fans. Uh, so, oh yeah, you guys also had your two Earth Elementals uh, that you went and got the control gems for. Uh, and we were just deciding on what the course of action was going to be after the advisor put down that uh, writhing black mass, the orb of uh, transmutation. The fake advisor, though, right? Well, yeah. The fake advisor. I mean, he's kind of fake, but... Still has all the, uh, the skills and abilities of the real advisor. Almost and all. they won't Almost kill all. each other because there can only be one, which is upsetting. Can they feel each other's pain? <laughs> they're, they're not twins, no. Shit. Did, have any of you guys watched that Invincible yet? The cartoon? The I've anime? been meaning to. Um, I'm only three into it, I think. Well, it, one of the characters in it, he, he basically clones himself, but through the process, uh, his pr process is so perfect that they can't tell which one's the clone. So whoever his clone is, they're they're always arguing with each other about who the clone is and and basically insulting each other that you're the fucking clone. That's why you're the fucking clone. Like they keep on fucking. It's it's pretty funny. <laughs> oh yeah, the uh, big blue guys, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I uh, started watching that. I watched it all the way up till I could. Uh, but then I had to wait for more episodes, and I just haven't gotten around to getting back into it. That's Prime, right? Yeah. 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 I'm actually embarrassed to say I've been watching Superstore. Super what? Superstore. Sure. So like, like a sitcom. I watched yeah. the trailer and I couldn't get into it. Uh, I heard it was funny, but I just haven't taken it a look at it yet. Funny, uh, but it's also annoying. Like, the, the, Is it like <laughs> The Office? It sounds like The Office to me. It, it's like The Office, but in a fucking uh, like a yeah. Superstore. And I, fucking I, the one I, I appreciate the humor of The Office, but I just do not like it. I do not like the show. What? Yeah. The, the one main character That's is it. just a whiny libertarian douche, right? Like, fucking. It's horrible. I mean, we all know somebody like that. Oh, no, man. But I mean, this is to, like, the fucking tenth degree, right? Like, the guy just can't fucking. They wrote him that annoying. And it's. When they do a job too well and no one ends up liking the character at all. <laughs> I mean, well, that's the actor, not the writers, usually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the guy's just got a punchable face. 
I think Stormbearer thinks that of a lot of people. That that's how you a say a lot hello, of Dave's right? characters think that of a lot of people. That's that is how you say hello. <laughs> so, all right, you guys need to discuss a plan on what to do once Stormbearer breaks through the rubble. I say we just send I... in the uh, send in the clones. <laughs> I vote we go back to the library, maybe study up a little bit more. They'll never expect us to be in a place that we've already been. You know, Ollie, you've had chances to read while we rested and you didn't read. So this is your fault. So <laughs> you did not take the opportunities when they were presented for you to study. I took opportunities to study. There's, there seems to be this, like, outwards force whenever I sit down to study that, like, things burst into flames. We have bounties put onto our heads. I just, every time I just try to sit down and just read, something terrible happens. It's very frustrating. Well, Ollie, only you can prevent library fires. <laughs> and you didn't. That's all I'm going to say about that. Right? No, I say we send in the uh, the rock thingies, the rock guys, the elementals. Send them in first. Get them to clear the orb. Are you telling me I should immediately sacrifice my child? Yes. Ugh. Or you could take well, it. Uh, Mator has one too. Objects. Right. Plus, we got that uh, thunder thunder stick that Mator is going to shoot off and blow the last bit of rock through. So I'm thinking, come on, the rocks got to set off the globe. All right, I like this. Okay, so you get to the last couple feet there. And you can have Mator come forward with his blasting rod. Uh, and you want him to fire off. Uh, the, oh, no, it's the bolt, right? The yes, bolt he's got to stand back and fire it at the rocks. And the rocks will then be forced forward. So I was thinking, it's like, Mator, blast it off again. I've been watching too much Pokemon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so Mator clears the, the hallway. And he stands around the corner and he aims his crossbow. Stormbearer, you get out of there, right? Yes, yes, I uh, I yeah. would get out of the way. I would Perfect. back up um, to a All distance right, that, that would not involve uh, any radius <clears throat> of that globe once it goes off. Douche, I'm going to do this from your perspective. So your head's peeking up a little bit above ground so you can see the room. You hear through your zone that they're about to fire the bolt. Uh, the twang of the crossbow goes off. You hear the metallic click and then a boom as the bolt strikes the uh, the stones and uh, the rocks go flying inwards into the room. Uh, those are the, the rocks that pass within about 15 feet of the orb itself. You see go dark, almost like uh, they fade out of existence before being morphed and changed. And you see a whole swarm of Sturges now uh, where the rocks had passed near the Orb of Transmutation. Uh, they begin buzzing about in confusion. Uh, they have now newfound consciousness. Uh, and they start uh, buzzing around the room and seeing the only exit is the tunnel way. Uh, they start going towards the tunnel. Okay, but these, this, this, this rock has passed through the orb, and now they're on the other side of it. So they're gonna, 
the Sturge is going to go back through this orb's path. That can't be yeah. good. No, no, it won't be. Do they become rocks again? As they tunnel, the swarm of Sturges warps and evolves. Uh, and they problem. drop to the ground. <laughs> Ooh, I need, a, I need a, a new creature here. Let's see. What are we going to send you guys? Uh, when I'm talking in this voice, uh, Morley, it means I'm using, or when I'm talking in Dusha's voice, it means I'm using the stone to communicate with you, so nobody else is hearing it. Uh, if you hear, <clears throat> that's me talking in my elemental fucking voice, so everyone can hear at the same time. I'm, I'm not, I'm not picking up any difference. What's that's, that's like... why Mortor's known for his perception. That's us. Is there like maybe a color that you could raise or like a hat you could put on that would tell me when? I'll give you a hat to put on. All right. <laughs> Can you go back to the field? You're so peaceful <laughs> here, though. Pass packed through uh, the orbs field. Uh, they all drop to the ground, warping and enlarging into ambush drakes. Uh, long, almost panther-like lizards. Uh Right. So we are going to start some combat here. Uh, how, 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 how many of these uh, uh, panther drakes? Uh, so a swarm is six to 12, so let's say eight. So yeah, they're filling the hallway. Eight ambush drakes. <sighs> You're just trying to get me to use my last rage. <laughs> I would such start combat. No mark this time. All right. Um Dusha, being technically not in combat because they don't know you're there, you can hop in under whoever's turn you want to go. Or you can choose to go first, I guess, if you want. Um, <clears throat> how many of these are there? Eight. Uh, and they're they're already like they have deemed that the party is lunch. Uh, they are going down the only entrance that they can see, which is the the tunnel that was just cleared out, where Stormbear and Mator at the ends, uh, just watching this. Uh, <laughs> the rocks shoot out, turn into sturges. They fly back towards uh, the tunnel before crossing that orbit transmutation and then dropping to the ground as uh, ambush strikes. Uh, well, I'm kind of behind the eight ball, so I'm going to pace them underground using my tremor sense until they just before they get to the first line of our party, I guess. And I guess I will base my actions off of what my party's actions are. Or these things' uh, actions is. Sure. Uh, Ollie, uh, can you roll me some initiative? Ollie, Stormbearer, and Mortar. Just me. I'm the only one who rolls initiative. I, I got this, guys. I got this. Stormbearer got a 22. Ooh. Very nice. <laughs> a 12 for Ollie. And so nice. Mortor uh, comes in uh, with a 17. 17, good. Nice. And then Dusha, we'll put it there. Starts so how many coming. of these 
And these drakes are coming at us. Eight. Eight. Eight ambush drakes. Ambush drakes. Stormbearer, you are up first, being prepped and ready for battle. That axe has been swung. You're all warmed up. All right, so I would like ambush I would like to think being prepped and ready for battle would mean I'd have my greatsword out and not the axe anymore. Yes. Uh, You guys, there was an ambush up ahead, so. Yeah, so. Okay, so there's going to be a little surprise, I guess, because I probably wasn't expecting ambush drakes to come through. No one ever expects the ambush drakes to come through. Right? Uh, but uh, he will charge flavorly. Like, I mean, I'm not going to do an actual charge. I don't know if he can really charge, but I will uh, I will attack the ambush drakes with my greatsword to clear the path so we can get to the dwarves and the advisor in front of us. Dwarves and the advisor have gone off the dwarves to the left-hand side door and the advisor to the right. Right, but uh, we got to get through these guys to get to those, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Right, so I will attack. All right. Uh, That is going to be... uh, Ooh, first attack is a 16. 16 is a hit. All right. So that is going to be, um, I didn't use the uh, power attack, but that's okay. So that's going to be, six, seven. that's going to be uh, 15 uh, slashing and seven lightning for the first attack. 22. All right. Uh, you cleave his head off and he rides on the ground as the electricity courses his body. Alright. Second attack is going to be another 16. 16 is a hit. Yep. And that's going to be... Oh, not as good. So that's three. That's 11 slashing. And... Oh, that's a bit better. Nine electric. Ooh, very nice. 20 damage. All right, that's enough to kill another one. Okay. Uh, again, stab through it as it jumps up at you, uh, whipping it off to the side. It falls to the ground dead. And and I'll shout out, beware, lizards! As I make my way forward. All right. Uh, the next ambush strike, or there's an ambush strike next, sees you quickly cleave two of them in half and wipe them out. And it starts to retreat and it's going to run back through the transmutation. And we are going to add a new monster as it transforms into a... (laughs) Let's go. A green dragon. Now, Sorry, is what? this, like... A green dragon warbling. Okay. Are you kidding me? <laughs> is this is this random? Or do you have, like... Uh, oh, hey, Bubbles. I, or is I, there, like... Um, challenge ratings. Every time it goes through, I am going up a challenge rating. Okay, so if I go through the transmutation orb, do I level up? 
if oh. that's how Mortor's mind makes sense of this, sure. See what happens. Is is there a way to avoid this orb? Uh, it is just wide enough and tall enough to cover the whole entryway. Actually, on Mortor's train of thought, is there a way that we can recognize that, like, do they, once they pass through the orb, is it, like, a creature that maintains, like, the same thought process? Like, is the consciousness still there? Like, how a caterpillar remembers being shocked, even though it's become a butterfly? Like, that Roll kind of thing. Nature check. Caterpillars remember this shit? Yeah, know. so, like, there's, like, a test to see if, like, caterpillars, after they transform into a butterfly, like, remember things. So there's, like, every once in a while, there'd be, like, a beep, and they would shock or, like, cause some sort of pain to the caterpillar. Yeah. So they noticed after it turned into a butterfly, they would, like, release the beep, and it would flinch, like, there was going to be shocked, even though it was a butterfly. <laughs> <laughs> scientists oh, are right. assholes. Scientists are assholes. I rolled a 19. I have a plus three to nature. So 22. All right. You recognize that um, all three of the creatures that have been conjured here uh, are all beasts in nature. And therefore, uh, they would act just like animals. Like they're just working on an animalistic instinct and there really isn't a way to determine if they follow the same thought process yet. Okay. I mean, they did start off as rocks. That's true. They started off as rocks. It's hard to have a solid thought (laughs) as a rock. That's what you think. All right. um... Uh, That that Drake begins to flee. Uh, it passes through the thing before being turned into a dragon. It is going to panic at this, uh, and it is going to fill a 15-foot cone around the end of there, so it's not actually going to hit anything, but the whole back end of the tunnel is now filled with poison gas. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to, like, hold up my little beard of community or bead of communication a little like ear shaped stone yeah and even though i know i don't have to i'm going to speak into it to dusha and i'm gonna say hey hey hey, i'm kind of familiar with what's going on here i think we just need to charge right into this cloud i seem to remember it being super successful last time i did it you do have a, a history with green dragons Right? Uh, and, coincidentally enough, it is actually your turn. So you could charge into this. Uh, I am. Um, after I after I think that I've broken communication, I'm going to be like, <laughs> I wonder if that asshole's going to try it. <laughs> but I'm not actually going to do it. What I am going to do, though, is I'm going to fire an arrow through the orb of transmutation. Okay. I want to see what it comes out as on the other side. Oh my god. Absolutely. Oh my god. Are, are you creating more things for me to fight? Yeah, I was gonna say, like, rocks became fucking bad things. <clears throat> what maybe, do you think an maybe? arrow is going to turn into? It might. Uh, I, I don't know if it's, like, something that's man-made versus natural. Like, there's some there's some high level science going on here. I don't expect you to follow completely, Chase, because it's pretty. It's like it's like dwarven level, so you will be forgiven. 
We just got to figure out a way to get rid of the orb. <laughs> I'm going to try and shoot it. All I right. Fire away, Matt, uh, Mortor. I just need a, a ranged attack. Uh, I rolled. I, I rolled. I rolled. <clears throat> um, my crossbow. Ooh. Uh, it's a unnatural 20. Unnatural 20. All right. Yeah. You're, uh, are you using a bow or a crossbow? A uh, light crossbow. Light crossbow. All right. Your bolt sails off the twang from the crossbow, and as it gets within 15 feet of the orb, it begins to uh, elongate and grow, and a ballista uh, missile is going to crash into the stonework behind behind the orb, and is actually going to crash into the the green dragon, being a... 20 seems high enough for that to happen. For sure. so, what is the damage on your light crossbow? Uh, 1d8 plus 1. Uh, 1d8 plus 1, let's go 2d12s. Jesus. Thank you, sir. May I have another? <laughs> 2d12s, alright. Yeah, bye. Plus your whatever, plus 1, I think you said. Uh, it's an 11 and a 6, so that's 17, 18. 18 points of damage as this ballista uh, crashes past the green dragon, uh, knocking it to the side, cutting a chunk out of it, and crashing into the stone behind. Very yeah. nice. Do you have a tech attack? Or is there anything Holy you want? shit, guys! Guys, anything you fire through there, it just gets like much bigger and, and like fucking. It, it hits with like some authority. Stormy, you you should use like one of your javelins to like fucking and like try and throw it through that like wriggly little black thing up there. As interesting as that is, Mortor, we must find a way to destroy it. Well, I mean, you don't know. I mean, maybe if you fill it full of enough things, then like maybe it'll be full. Like like you know when you put a lot of stones in your pocket, and eventually it's like, oh, my pocket's too full. <clears throat> I cannot argue with that logic. <laughs> if, uh, if you have no bonus action, I will move on to the next turn. Yeah, no bonus. Uh, I am going to uh, prep for a wall of fire, though, but I'm not going to do anything with it. Okay. Uh, next up is going to be an ambush Drake, who, seeing what happened just behind him and seeing Stormbear. Uh, is going to try and take on Stormbear. Uh, so he is going to make an attack against you, and I am going to be rolling my Dispel Dice for the first time. See, you were like, seeing what just happened, it also runs back through the void to also become a dragon like its friend. <laughs> May your so dice be pretty, but roll horribly. Okay, I just have to mention, uh, is it just me? I'm like, I'm watching the Skype here, and Chase just seems to have a giant laundry basket filled with nothing but socks. It's been a while, right? Not just a laundry basket, but a giant Ikea, Ikea bag. bag. Yeah. Full of Literally socks. an Ikea bag full of unmatched socks. I was like, you know what? While I'm sitting, I'm just gonna <laughs> match up some socks. Okay, so it's not just me. 
no, no. I have it's it's almost it's like half empty now. But no, how it's like literally get, an IKEA how bag. How do you get two? How do you have unmatched socks of that magnitude? That, like right. You know, there's just like a couple of years where people are like, all she wants is socks. And Jesse, whenever he goes out, he comes back and he's like, I bought myself socks. Like, we own so many socks between the both of us. And yeah, it's just a lot of socks. And I haven't done laundry in a while. And I've just been literally separating the socks and just like tossing them into a bag and not matching them. And this is the result (laughs) now. So, yes, it's an Ikea bag full of unmatched socks. Yeah. And I'm slowly working with on it. Thanks. First roll is not so great. So Stormbearer, this uh, ambush drake is going to charge up at you, and he's going to try and bite you, and that is only going to be a six. Okay, I just have to double check here. <laughs> yeah, that's a miss. Yeah. All right. uh, that is all this ambush drake is going to do. He's going to bite down. And he's not going to get through your your tough hide. I guess. I think, uh, I think that's more of a like hand on the head kind of thing than just pushing him away. Yeah, <laughs> just wrap his mouth shut, yeah. muzzle him. So, Ollie, in not being like the best with social cues, am I in proximity of Mortor when he's like, "Oh yeah, we should just run into that cloud. That seems like a good idea." Uh, yeah, you would have heard that. I'm gonna go into the cloud. Oh, but you got to pass through the <laughs> thing first. <laughs> I'm also you, immune to poison, uh, so like. They have checks against her or against him. Uh, uh, um, all right. Let's, would this be uh, a scene effect? <laughs> Guys, I'm immune to poison. I'm just yeah, but you're not immune to transmutation orb. Is this a scene effect? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the orb is a scene effect. But it doesn't require you to make a, a dexterity saving throw. No, I'm I'm thinking more as Ollie's running past me. Is that a scene effect? Yes. Because <laughs> I'm all for violence. Like, Clothesline him. Uh, basically, just say, yeah, yank, yeah, grab grab Ollie by the robe. Yeah, if yeah, Ollie yeah. does uh, so, run past me. Throw. See if you can save Ollie. Save him. Save Ollie from himself. Save Ollie from himself. <laughs> oh, 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 that's not bad. Uh, 18. 18, yeah. You can catch Ollie. Uh, and you get you can free action say something if you want. One sentence. Or... Here's a question. Is I that even... considered an area effect? Is what? Yes. Yeah, I, I don't even think I don't even know if Stormbearer would say anything. It just this just look of disbelief. Let's just like, <laughs> better than this. Like, what is it? It's just just stare. Like like <laughs> what, brother? Like what the hell? Yeah. Okay, so here's my idea: is I gotta like look at Stormbearer. I was like, this is what I had planned: is I can use evasion, and I can just dodge out of the way of the orb get to the dragon, do a little punchy-punchy, and then we'll see what happens from there. There there are six drakes six? between you and the dragon that you could also fight. Yeah, That are going to have an opportunity to attack as soon as you move past them to try to get to the green drake. Yeah, yeah. You're going to get six times, potentially, running past all this. But Monk, though. 
So it's like it's like you guys, six drakes, then the orb, orb poison, dragon, dusha. You know what? I thought it would work. <laughs> but I just got stopped in my tracks. Yes. And is that not Ollie. my turn? Um, do not yeah, worry about the dragon. Perhaps cool. maybe you should go boil water for bandages. <laughs> I do have cooking utensils. Oh, speaking of cooking utensils, fucking jet boils. Oh my god. What? Hey, you, it's, you uh, realize... It's a device called a jet boil. And yeah, it, it literally boils water in like 30, 35 seconds. Like, it's, That's, yeah, it's exceptionally fast. Yeah. Like, is it like a kettle or for your pot? Like, what? what is it? It's um, like a little stove and a cup. Yeah. It, it kind of looks like this. It's a little bit, a little bit shorter, a little bit fatter. And okay. everything to be able to assemble it comes and fits inside of it. So you pull it all out, goes all fucking transformer on you. Uh, you connect uh, a fuel canister to it. Uh, it's like high pressure propane or butane. I can't remember which one it is. And yeah, and like 30 seconds, and this thing goes from like ice cold water to like boiling hot bubbles, the whole nine yards. Wow. Yeah. So so when I was away, um, firing up uh, enough for a coffee or, you know, get some boiling water, making Mr. Noodles for lunch kind of thing. Yeah. It was prime. Absolutely prime. He realized you could have uh, signed out a peak stove and a canteen cup and got the exact same result, right? Yeah, 16 hours later, two broken fingernails and, like, a dictionary worth of curses. Yeah, I gotta agree about? with him there. The fucking jet boil is no fucky-fucky. It's just get her done. Yeah, and you don't even need matches. Like, it's got a fucking piezoelectric starter on it and everything. Yes. You guys get all the fancy stuff. No, that you have to buy yourself. They're, they are not supplying uh -huh. those. I refuse to buy one. See, I was like that until I was like, I like having a fucking coffee in the morning. That's so. like the stealth jacket. It was one of the best pieces of gear you can fucking buy. Yeah. I don't I don't know, man. Like, I drink enough coffee for three people. I, I wouldn't buy a jet boil. What? So, is there like a catalog for you guys or what? No, it's just no, this is all this is all stuff that soldiers just find um, ah. from different camping stores or uh, other militaries have certain items, and then they'll they'll either find it and get a, a new company to make it here, or uh, they'll just order it from that place. Uh, it's the same thing with like a lot of our boots and things like that that guys get. We yeah, we find other sources that are good. Yeah, see, that's the jet boil. That's how small it is. Yeah, and inside of it, no, this is like the bottom for it. So it's got like this little set of fins, little ribs around the bottom of it. And then this is the burner. So this fits on the bottom of that. And then you screw on your fuel canister there on the side. And this piece here, when it gets all like ready to boil, um, it turns orange to tell you like whether or not it's hot or not. Yeah. It's slick AF. You're going to have some editing to do this time, Jones. Nah, we can leave the jet boil in. Can we keep the sock conversation <laughs> in there, too? Oh, it's totally staying. You don't have a choice on that one. 
My All shame. Right. Right. I love the fact that she's still going. That the bag is so big. It's just. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, where did we leave off on the combat? Uh, we left off with Stormbearer. Uh, Ollie, Ollie had just Ollie tried to, to run and through and got stopped by Stormy. Boil water. For socks. Uh, next. <laughs> uh, next up, it's going to be an ambush Drake who is going to run back. So I will remove him from the combat and he is going to transform. Oh, Green dragon. Uh, and he is going to go. Um, has he's gonna get idea. over. It's not a good idea, but he's got an idea. <laughs> oh dear God. Uh, poison breath. Plus another yeah, green dragon. I think gonna freak out again, and he's gonna fill the area with more poison gas. Damn it. So there's two Damn, green got, dragon wormlings. Hmm? There's two green dragon wormlings. Yeah. All right. I'm going to quickly go through this right now and change the next. Uh, one drake is going to attack Stormbear. Uh, they got to come back to the orb. Next two are going to run back and become dragons. Uh... 19. Uh, that's Ooh, a hit. Shit. That is a hit. Yeah. Right. Uh, they do not hit very hard. That is 1d6. Now, now, scientific method, what we've seen here is this orb is not random. These things became something, they all became something, and anything that's going back through of that same variety is becoming something else very, very specific. So, Mortor, that means that your arrows, any other arrows that go through, become Belisha. Right? Okay, and but if you threw a javelin through it, like, yeah. shit. Shouldn't those rocks have become oh. nice marble slabs then? Yeah, it's random. <laughs> marble slab creamery. Oh, I want ice cream now. Uh, mm. The weather's good for it. Pattern marble live. slab is overrated. Oh my god. We went and had some yesterday, and I could not agree with you more. It's very expensive, and it's not that great of ice cream. Uh, it's not. I'd much rather just have Dairy Queen. Thank you. So it's let's see. So far, we've, we've, we've pumped the jet boil, <laughs> and now we're shooting down Marble Slab. Oh, okay. We're not going to get any fucking sponsors. Don't this way, like sponsor. no. Maybe Jet Boil. Yeah, we didn't hit with Jet Boil. Or Ikea, because well, those bags that. are fucking... That bag is doing a wonderful job of holding all those socks. That's a lot I of socks. I use Ikea bags for all of my laundry baskets. They cost less than a dollar, and they are fantastic, and I don't have to fuck around with carrying them. See, now that's an advertisement for Ikea. There you go. Yep. There you go. Yeah. This episode brought to you by Random Socks. And she is assembling them. It's a perfect idea. Yes. And and Ollie's character, the, the name even fits with most of the Ikea stuff. Yeah. That is an absolute Ikea name. Right yep. out of the catalog, Ollie. Yep. Well, I'm just about done putting in the last green dragon here. All right, so now we got four green dragons? We have one, two, three, four green dragons and two ambush drakes, I think. One ambush drake. Yeah, two, two are still there. Yeah, one tried and missed, one did and hit. So, Dusha, oh, have they seen whatever you've done? What would you like to do? 
What was the uh, what was the damage well, on that Drake? Oh, um, four, I believe. Let me check. Two plus one, three, three piercing damage. All right. Well, I think I'd like to prevent any more of these things from becoming anything larger. So I'm going to perform. I'm going to slither up out of the ground. Uh, How many were still on the side of the ambush rakes? Don't forget about the poison. There are four green dragon wormlings on your side. You might want to slither back into the ground. No, no, I'm coming up on your side. Oh, then then just two. Yeah, and I'm going to Hulk smash down on both of them. All right, roll it. Uh, that's a nine and a ten. That's not great rolls, but they will be. Where's my two attack? Uh, plus eight to hit, so seventeen oh. and eighteen. Yeah, both are hits. Okay. Where's my D eight? There they are. There's one. One more. There's the other one. Okay, so the first one's going to be nine plus five, so fourteen damage to one. Okay. And ooh, uh, six and eight, fourteen and five, so nineteen to the second. Ooh, one dies. That ambush Drake is no more. All right, and the other one looks uh, very hurt, not dead, kind of just like wiggling on the ground. Uh, and yeah, and as long as Dusha is going under the ground, you will not be affected by the orb of transmutation. Hmm. All right, uh, Stormbear. Um, all right, let's, uh, let's work on some of this theory here. More tours, uh, pocket full theory. Uh, four drakes or four dragons on the other side of this thing. Uh, so that's going to be two javelins. All right. If you want to throw through and target the green dragons, you can specifically. Yes. Yes. So I will pick one right in the front and we're going to go with two javelins. Okay. Uh, so that's going to be, I think, a miss. There's going to be 12 for the first one. <coughs> that is a miss, but it will go through. All right. And what is that going to be? It's going to become a grizzly bear. And uh, 25 for the second one. 25. All right. That one will hit. Uh, but give me one second here. It's coming through like a telephone pole. Yeah. Uh-uh. See, I think it'd be funny if it's now just something completely unrelated. Noodle. <laughs> uh, your fucking a, hamster a bowl full of kimchi. So. Yeah. So <laughs> one of them soaring by and missing the green dragon as it skitters off to the side. Uh, the the javelin elongates and extends and drops to the ground as a thick basilisk, and so does the other. 
Uh, but that one will land on top of a green dragon. And let's see. What, what kind of damage does the Basilisk do? Fair chunk, I think. Let's go 3d6. 3d6. Uh, Fair chunk? Plus my strength? 3d6 strength? plus 3. Alright. Plus your strength. Yeah, because you threw them. That's not very good. Uh, so it's 5, 6, 7, 8. Uh, plus my strength. So that's going to be plus 5. So 13. 13. Alright. One green dragon looks really hurt. Like that one looks like it's about to die. Yeah. So now there's four green dragons and two basilisks. And one ambush strike. Okay, so but the bass, those are the things that turn people to stone, right? Yes. Okay. Do you? Uh, that was both attacks. Any bonus action? Uh, bonus action. Uh, more door. I I don't I don't think this plan is working. Uh, you could punch the ambush strike that's on you. Oh, I suppose I'll punch the uh, ambush strike. Uh, that is going to be. Uh, what does that come to? Uh, 14. 14 is just enough. So uh, 1 plus your strength modifier. That's 6 points of damage. That is that is just enough. Yeah, you knock this thing in its head, it gives a crunch, uh, and it drops to the ground lifeless. Alright. That died very easily. The ambush strikes are super weak. They're only a, like a half CR. They have like 20 HP. Uh, so I need to roll some constitution checks for the four uh, green dragons in here to see if they become petrified. And you guys are not within 30 feet of them, so you were okay. <coughs> First one will be a save. It would be a 12. <coughs> mm. ah. Ah, that'll be a 16, so save. 18, save. Uh, and nine. So, one of the green dragons is beginning to turn to stone. <clears throat> All right, let's see. On a failed save, so it is restrained, repeated saving throughout the end of the turn. Okay. Uh, next basilisk, seeing uh, this stuff happen, is now going to just try and bite one of the green dragons. Plus five to hit is 19. That is the hit. Ah, that green dragon who is weak is now dead. Excellent. Damn. Well done. Uh, next up, we have Mortor. It is your turn. There are three green dragons and two basilisks on the other side of the orb of transmutation. On your side, it is just you guys. I had... Uh... I had pretty good luck with that uh, with that light crossbow, so I will I'll take aim at another one of the green dragons, and I'll okay. uh, I'll fire off uh, a bolt through the orb at one of them. All right, fire away. No, no, it's Stormy, Stormy, no, no, I don't I don't know how you screwed that up, but here let me let me show you how you do this. 
Uh, 16 and 5. That's a 21. That is a hit. Your bolt will turn back into the javelin and fire into the back of one of the green dragons. Ah. That was a 2d12, was it? Yes, 2d12 yeah, plus your of, modifier. Yeah. Uh, had a five and a ten. That's fifteen. This is sixteen. Sixteen damage. All right. Uh, you jab in under one of the green dragon's uh, wings, causing it to to writhe around and limp a bit, but it's still alive. And like, see, see, it's not it's not that difficult. I don't understand how you screwed it up. Like I saw you throw a javelin, but like what the hell popped out at the other end? Like I don't I don't even get I don't get it. I don't understand. Mortor, you uh, must Ollie. find a way. Ollie, you are up next. I like this game. I am <laughs> going to throw a dart. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm just gonna reduce my amount of darts down to eight darts <laughs> that I've been carrying around since the start. And I am also going to throw it at the dragon. <laughs> Bits of string, right. pocket lint. <laughs> yeah, right? This is purely scientific now. What is pocket lint? <laughs> Fire away. Can you roll me that uh, range detect, please? This, this is great. A range attack? Yeah. Well, how does that do? Oh, the dart goes flying <laughs> through, passing overhead, and uh, as it passes by the orb of transmutation, it begins to elongate and stretch. So this tiny dart goes in, and a long coil of rope begins to come out the other side and just harmlessly splatter to the ground. <laughs> and it made a great distraction. There's now a uh, coiled rope on the ground. You were Dale from King of the Hill. <laughs> I, I don't... How how did you... I don't need... Like, everything else that went through it, like, became something, like, bigger and badder and, like, more destructive and stuff. And, I mean, fucking rope? Think of the utility! All these gonna be like, woo! Like, I, I don't even think I'm mad. I think I'm just more confused than anything. Well, well done, Ollie. <laughs> I got you guys. <laughs> You're in the clutch, I know. I'm going to start going through my backpack and see what other shit I got there. Ooh, I wonder what would happen if we put the kernel through there. Turns into like a giant chickasaurus or something. You'll lose what if we just get like the, the kernel. kernel to hatch just like an empty egg? Can they do that? What if we throw one of the eggs through? I mean, I probably got some like dirty clothes or broken shit that the kernel could like egg out and then we could throw it through there. Exactly. Yeah. All right. After Ollie, it is one of the green dragons turn. The green dragon who has the basilisk wrapped up on them, attacking them. As the green dragon panics and begins to try and shake the basilisk off, uh, it falls backwards, bringing both of them within range of the orb of transmutation. 
and they both begin to warp and meld together and they grow to quite a large scale and filling most of the back end of the T-shaped room is now an androgosphinx. Or an androsphinx, sorry. <laughs> an androgosphinx, I like it. Yeah. Kind of looks kind of like a boy, looks kind of like a girl. It's difficult to tell. Yep. Totally a sphinx, though. Totally a sphinx. As it does, the sphinx will emit a magical roar. Um, each creature with 500 feet uh, must make a saving throw. So that all of you, please make a wisdom saving throw. And I will make it for the dragons here. Uh, what kind of two, saving throw? One dragon fail. Two, one dragon. I've rolled three twos with this new dice. This is not pleasant. Oh, it's perfect. Thank you. And a one. Three twos and a one. I'm doing great. Oh, nice. Doing great. Which save are we making? Con? Wisdom, please. Wisdom. Oh, fantastic. That's even uh, better. Wisdom's not really... Oh, no, wait. No, I'm wise as shit. That's right. <laughs> I'm super wise and not very intelligent. That's what it was. Oh, boy. Oh, that's a save. Nice. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Uh, 22? Amateur 26. I rolled a 17. I've got a plus 9. Very nice. I got a 4. Uh, do you have a plus, Ollie, at all? Uh, well, I rolled a two. Oh, that <laughs> is with, with the my plus. plus two, oh. it's a four. <laughs> Wait, mine's a plus nine. And I also rolled a 17. So, sorry, I added my modifier, not my saving throw. Mine's still better. <laughs> How's, uh, oh man, this one's like right on the edge. Uh, a 19? <laughs> <laughs> So a 19, right. 26 is and a four. four. <laughs> yeah, they pull Just the fact I roll like really, really good, and it's either really, really bad. It's not a lot of lukewarm rolls for me. Does Does somebody need to roll for Mator? Or... Uh, no, he'll be alright. <laughs> it'll be fine. He'll be fine. He'll be he didn't fine. roll four cards. He just kind of just uh, goes. DC, mm. DC is eighteen. Woohoo! Oh, so, Ollie, you were the only one to fail. You will be frightened for one minute. Oh, wait, 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 wait. <gasps> monk shit, monk shit. Monk shit, monk shit. Ah. <laughs> Give me we a second. Can I use an action? Uh, nope. No. On, on your turn, you can. On my turn. Okay. I am very frightened. Ah. Yes. <laughs> your movement on your turn running away from this creature uh so do the basilisk and both green dragons oh, which shit. means they will be running through the orb they are not killed <laughs> before their turn man this fucking orb is it's like that it's like that like revolving door at the front of a fucking hotel there's like here's Here's the thing. These things are getting bigger every time. Yeah. yeah. As long as we can survive this for long enough, these things are eventually going to become so large, they're going to occupy that space, and that transmutation orb is just going to, like, explode because it's trying to create something so big in that space that it can't. So we just have to hold on, and we'll win against the transmutation orb. So we're basically trying to paper jam the transportation. Exactly. Yeah. Transmutation. We will overpower it through ignorance. As the two 
Green Dragons, because they're up next, flee through <laughs> at near the same time. <laughs> a, a creature about the size of a large ball with several eye stalks oh, fuck. forms out the other side. Are you saying a beholder? I'm saying that a beholder. Could be a death tyrant. It is a beholder, I'll tell you now, because you guys will recognize them. Yeah. Oh, Stormy's going to go into a rage here. I have to. <laughs> Love yeah. Um, okay. Beholder, I okay. know. Can I roll a survival check to see what I know about a uh, androsphinx? Absolutely, you can. I love yeah. this. Good luck with this. I gotta I got find the right dice. Okay, I haven't rolled yeah. you yet. Am I am I within like like hand range of Stormy? No, I thought uh, you yes. were closer to Dusha. No, that is. No, Dusha's on like the other side of the. All yeah. three, all of you guys are at the other end of the tunnel, and between you, so so it goes. You guys, the Beholder, um, the Orman Transmutation, a Basilisk, uh, who will be running uh, away, and in there is also the Andros Sphinx. Uh, that'd be okay. a twenty-three. 23. That is more than enough. Uh, so, you will know that androids <laughs> are incredibly powerful uh, magical creatures. Uh, they can cast spells. They uh, have incredibly powerful claws. Their roar can um, cause numerous effects. Things like uh, even paralyzing uh, the people who hear it up to causing them to take massive amounts of damage. They can teleport. Um, they are incredibly intelligent. They are immune to psychic, bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing from non-magical weapons. They cannot be charmed or frightened. They have true sight up to 120 feet. And for the most part, they are lawful neutral. Uh, but it's hard to say what this thing will be because it was created through the orb. Uh, okay. Um, because it's a sphinx, can we befuddle it with riddles? No, it, it asks you. You could riddles. absolutely try that. Um, okay. That's, uh, god damn it. You know what? Stormbearer is going to give it a shot anyways. He's going to yell out. To the sphinx. Mighty Sphinx! Though our people only speak of you of legends, I know of your power. You must destroy the orb so we can free the tyranny that has besieged or fallen upon this dwarven hold. Hmm, let me see. Can I do... Uh, and if you want, I will roll a performance check. I will take. I will take a uh, performance hmm, check. Persuasion. I can take a persuasion check. I don't think you're performing too much uh, for the Sphinx here. Performance check. <laughs> what if he does like a like a jazzy step or something? Jazz hands. The spirit fingers. Uh, okay, <laughs> um, no, that is unfortunately not enough. Uh, to, to get a performance here. Alright. Uh, 14? 
14 is not going to be quite enough. Well, this would have been a... You will notice that it, it does understand you and can listen to your words. That would have been an 18 with a performance check. <laughs> if it's lawful, realistically, if you say break from tyranny, would it not be like, oh... That's bad. If, if it is, you're assuming if it's, it's gone through the orb and yeah. it's not a typical Sphinx that was born and raised and in East LA. Not it just like West Philadelphia. It's like uh, it's like um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, the pot turning into a whale. But like, I thought uh, we agreed that these were not like the caterpillars and the butterflies. That it's like a brand new stock creature once it comes back out of the orb um you were unable to tell because it had only been beasts so far mm. and it started off as a so they were just more of a reason for me to go through for purely scientific purposes well you know there's 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 one little counterpoint to that and that's you said that two creatures went in and became one beholder so if they have the memories from their past that beholder now thinks that it's two parts of a hole and beholders tend to destroy any other beholders that they fucking so it's going to be fighting itself <laughs> you're like it came together on thinking it's Edward uh, <laughs> so where are we in the initiative order now <laughs> alright we are on the beholders turn because the two dragons went through and became the beholder beholder right. can take one action it is going to turn its eye towards um, the last basilisk there, towards the Andro Sphinx where the war was, uh, perceiving that to be the biggest threat. And as the eye turns towards uh, the orb of transmutation, uh, it drops to the ground as an orb of black glass, seemingly no longer uh, having any magic in it. Uh, and that's just a thing. It's action. It is going to eye ray Let's see, here we get another eight. Let's roll a d8. Five. Ah. Uh, Enervation ray. The targeted creature must save a constitution saving throw or take eight. Take necrotic damage. Four. The Andro Sphinx is going to fail to take a good chunk of necrotic damage. Phew. All right. After the Beholder's turn, it is going to be Douche's turn. Um, hmm. This How is far through. is the Beholder from the Andro Sphinx? Uh, maybe 60 feet. 60 feet. This is our way through. Yeah. The Beholder does seem to have negated the Orb of Transmutation. Um, it's anti-magic. Since it's facing the other way, <laughs> uh, Douche is going to pop back out of, up out of the ground behind it, and mm -hmm. I'm going to grab it by some of its eye stalks, and I'm going to force it forward towards the Andro Sphinx. Ooh, all right. Roll me a strength check, please. <laughs> the worst dice oh, I've ever rolled. 
That's a natural 20. So with my earth elemental strength, it's a 25. Morley. Uh, yeah, you can force it forward into the range of the Andro Sphinx. And as you do, um, the Sphinx will remain, but it won't be able to cast spells or use its abilities. Uh, so up next, we have Stormbearer. And then after oh, Stormbearer, I'm going will... to yell out in stone, Crushed Stone! Uh, Stormbearer, what do you want to do? Crush, crush stone, right? I'm going to crush stone. Yeah. All right. Um, so it's okay. Yep. For that black orb. Yeah, reckless attack uh, using the uh, sword master feet. Great weapon master. My right. great weapon master feet to get that extra damage. So reckless attack on the stone. Uh, so that is going to be a... 23. 23. Yeah, you are going to hit. All right. So that is going to be. Well, that's not so good. Six. 32 slashing. Ooh. Yeah. And? Uh, that is going to be uh, seven electrical. Seven electrical. All right. And Your then, great sword. Oh, okay, go ahead. If that doesn't destroy it, oh, then it I will. will hit. It I'll will. hit it with a lightning bolt. You not needed as your great sword comes down, and the orb not being magical anymore shatters into black obsidian-like shards. Uh, and I am going to need all creatures uh, within a 500-foot radius to please make me a Constitution saving throw, please. <laughs> uh, that's not bad. Oh, I'm still technically frightened. So do I just take that? No, you can still make the save. Thank God. Yep. And the Andrews trying to fail as well. Twenty-eight. Uh, I rolled sixteen, and I got a plus five because I'm a rock elemental. So twenty-one. <laughs> safe, safe. I just need Ollie and Mortor. Well, I got a 12. That is not safe. Ah, fuck. Uh, 16 and 2 is 18. You are safe, and I will need someone to roll for Mator here. Okay. I'll roll for Mator. Yeah, you might as yeah, well. I should yeah. That's a family affair. Oh, Mator <laughs> got a 17. Uh, I don't know what his con modifier he is. He's a dwarf, so it's going to be a plus. There you so go. So he's going to be at least There's... a 1, so 18. There's only one more creature that needs to roll. Uh, and that is, nope. I need both Earth Elementals and the Colonel to please roll. Uh, do you see your Earth Elementals that's up? Do you want to roll those? Sure, I'll roll two. Uh, what's the constitution bonus of a chicken? Yeah. Uh, I rolled an 18 and a 19, so they both they should have the same uh, plus five. So it should be a 23 and a 24. They are good. Uh, Constitution for the Colonel? Minus one. Uh, oh. Minus one. <laughs> oh, fuck. Guys, right. not the Colonel. Colonel, the Colonel rolled a 14. Minus one is 13. It is not safe. All right. Wah, wah. It was nice knowing you, Colonel. 
All right. The Colonel. Uh, so we'll do the Beholder and the Andro Sphinx first. Okay. The, or the, the Beholder and the Andro Sphinx each revert back to their original form, being a javelin, of rock. Uh, <laughs> a bolt. And so some rocks. Yes, sorry. Some rocks. Sorry. The Colonel is going to turn into a brass uh, dragon wormling. A brass dragon wormling. Okay. That's technically good. Is it still technically a bag of holding? We don't know. It will contain... It will contain the ability to hold your stuff. (laughs) If it decides to hang out with us. It's a living creature now. It is still considered... It is now a living creature. It will have the same stats and mindset of a brass dragon. So it is chaotic good. Uh, it will have all the abilities of a brass dragon, and it will age and grow as a normal one does, only with the added benefit of being a bag of holding. Yeah, but you just got to convince a dragon to poop something out that you want. Yeah, you fair. have to poop it on and the like, snoot. A but snoot here's poop. the question, is like the colonel would just like take stuff and like we'd kind of like boop it on the head and it would shit something out. But it like was aligned with us. Is this brass dragon maintaining the colonel mentality that we are friends? It will maintain its friendship with Mortor, uh, and everything that it has done. Like he uh, did treat it as living thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mortor treated this thing excellently. It will recognize that and be loyal to him. Good. Us uh, they is are a different question. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh. and I would I would like to keep uh, the character flaw of the colonel, where colonel would just like eat random shit. Yes. Okay. Perfect. A hundred percent agree. It's chaotic good. It absolutely would. It just makes sense for it. Yeah. Now, any anything shiny, anything that's like people aren't paying particular pay attention, attention to. Oh. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Are we going okay. to find out what happens to Ollie this week? <laughs> That's a good question. Guys. I think I think because Mator is back our Mortor is back, we should have a, a bit of fun with Ollie here. Ollie, we are going to re-roll your character. Okay. So from the player's handbook, can you go to races, please? <laughs> do you still have that sheet we still have that sheet in the you can just have her roll well, with the reincarnation I'm, I'm not gonna sheets. lie Ollie if if you're lucky enough to like come up as a dwarf um, this could be like the most epic pairing ever give me a second I'm pulling up the player's handbook oh god I'm gonna go looking for that chart hold on a second You know, if Ollie just died, it's not like there's not. No, Ollie's not dying. You don't do that. (laughs) You stop that right now. There's that chart. Okay. Uh, races. I know. I'm just in the regular play player's handbook. How many of them are there? There are twelve races. Uh, in just the player's handbook. Yeah. Unless Dushi can find that chart faster. I found him. Ten? 
Hold on, this I'm is very small text. Hold on, I'm resending. Hold on. Oh, let's see. There, check here, check chat. There's the two. All charts. right, thank you. All right, can you please roll me a d20 for your race? It's an eleven. An eleven is a Goliath. Uh, you do not change. <laughs> <at> being... <laughs> oh my god! How lucky can are you? Please you? Roll me a a d10 for alignment. Ah. <sighs> Uh-oh. I don't like that, the looks that of this. Would, this would be so fucking funny if, like, nothing changes and all. He's like, oh, I guess it was broken. Weirdest thing. <laughs> oh, wild that. Okay. Uh, it's a five. Oh, uh, wow. You are neutral. All right. I am neutral? True neutral. Oh, true neutral. True. So I'm no longer neutral good. I'm just true neutral. Oh, yeah. shit. Just <laughs> taking now, a step towards so fucking... Are we going to make her re-roll her class? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, full change here. Well, at this rate, no, no, he's not. He's <laughs> he's gonna be. Here we go. D twelve. What do you got? D twelve for class. It's an eleven. <laughs> what is that? Oh my! Uh -oh. She's gonna like that. Am I? <laughs> A wizard. Or a wizard. That's like the. That's like <laughs> the, the best scholar. option. Yeah. Yeah. Ollie. Um, I know wizard. Okay. Did you take any? Did you take any feats or or did you take ability score improvements? I took ability score improvements. Okay. <laughs> you may re-roll your stats, and replace them to fit a wizard. And you may either retake the ability score improvements or change them over for a feat. Didn't you already have a high intelligence? Yeah, I was I was decently smart. You were decently smart. Yep. Okay. I like this, so uh, this all of my things are gone. Are you gonna make her roll the personality traits? Yeah, can you roll me two D twenties? <laughs> Okay, I got a four to ten. Oh you wow! You are empathetic, but absent-minded. So really, the only change is she's a wizard now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, You're male wizard, Harry. Oh, that's true. Male, female. Okay, empathetic right. and absent-minded. Yeah. Yep. I'd ask if she wants to roll that for him. Am I changing my gender? If you would like, you can roll a d20. Odds is male. Even is female. Female. I'm now right. female. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess people will start getting my gender right. No, now we're going to get it wrong every time because we're going to oh, go on a heat. <laughs> no longer all the we'll be like. Can't you can't you oh. just do like some monk shit and like you know get out of this? I'm no longer a monk. <laughs> but we don't know that. Uh... <laughs> yeah, because it's not like your clothes and all that shit's going to change. Nope. Really, the only thing we're going to notice now is boobs. Possibly. Maybe. 
Yeah. Ooh, well, we... you can adjust your physiology however you would like uh, <laughs> to re redo yourself. Yeah. Here's a question: but You are you like the one piece of cloth over the shoulder, monk, or like a full jacket, monk? Me? Oh, I was like, I don't show a lot of skin. That's not my game. Okay. Holy well, crap. That's good. All right. But after the after the destruction of the Orb of Transmutation and the Beholder and Andro Sphinx, and seeing Ollie transform as you turn back to look at him, now her, uh, we're going to call it for the week. That'll Can we be do that episode. thing that made me when I was, like, not old? That was nice. <laughs> You can try. Definitely, you guys can come up with some ideas uh, to try and fix this. It, it could be possible. Do we want to? I just imagine, like, Ollie having, like, a meltdown and being like, oh, my God, and, like, something, like, shoots out of my fingers. I'm like, ah! <laughs> like, hey, a uh, wizard who doesn't realize you can now use that wand correctly. <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh, that takes so much of the novelty out of it. I have so many pages of monk things that I'm just going to have to toss. Well, I, I wouldn't toss it. I would... You could always take a level of monk after you hit 13 and regain some of your capacity. Uh, or we could figure out how to change it back. Yeah. How many yeah. snowflakes do we have left? One, I think. No, it's okay. I can roll with this. Give me some time. Okay, you know you know what? <laughs> I mean, if we do change you back, let's do it after the advisor because everybody loves a fireball. Should I just take Not just a fireball. This is a mage versus mage fight now. At least we've got magic on our side now comparatively. Oh god. So realistic I created Ollie as one of those electronic. Uh, uh.